The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. He said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. More than once I have wondered just who the apostles were and why Jesus chose them. Some we hardly know a thing about. Some like Simon Peter, we know too much about. We know that he could put a sandal in his mouth early and often. And we know enough about the Zebedee boys, James and John, those ambitious sons of thunder, to ask why they, with Peter, were the closest to Jesus with him to witness the transfiguration and be with him in the garden. Those three were the first from a fishing village, but there was a fourth, Simon Peter's brother, Andrew. And why wasn't he invited to those special trips? He certainly captured the attention and love of the wider world after the resurrection. He was said to have preached from Malta to Russia and is the patron of dozens of nations, including Scotland. And stop right there. You can see this, uh, a form of the Scottish flag on our Episcopal flag. It's broken up in ways that heralds know about, but that's it. It's called a saltier. Um, he was also, he is also the patron of Ukraine, Greece, Russia. He's even the patron of the Russian Navy. Georgia, most of the Balkans. But other than legends, including his martyrdom on an X-shaped cross, which may or may not have happened uh, after the death of the great saint, and they start telling great miracle stories. Martyrdom, especially at my crucifixion, was something to be treasured. So either he was, or they told it about him because they cared so much for him that they wanted him to be a crucified martyr in heaven with the Lord. But we don't know much about him. What we do know comes from the Gospels. We just heard Matthew's account. But the first chapter of the Gospel of John may tell us more. And it reads as follows. 
The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples, John the Baptist, right? with two of his disciples. As he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, what are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translates meaning teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Kephas, which translates as Peter. You see, Andrew was a seeker of God, a gift of grace, be it back on the family fishing boat or by the River Jordan. And St. John tells us he had already heard the call and sought out John's baptism of repentance. But when Jesus came, he knew in his heart that this was the one he was seeking. And he did two things. He followed Jesus, but first, in the first act of evangelism, he called his brother to come and brought him to Jesus. If Peter teaches us about the Lord's patience and forgiveness for us poor bumbling souls, Andrew shows us the devout disciple already filled with that gift of grace that makes preachers and students and servant leaders. Maybe Jesus recognized and loved that about Andrew. Andrew could already glimpse Jesus transfigured from that first encounter on the banks of the Jordan. Andrew was ready to play his part in spreading the gospel even as he learned the fullness of the word at the feet of his rabbi. All that counts are not the miracle tales or the history of Andrew's widespread influence. All that counts is that he followed Jesus. That drive to find God, to follow the Son of Man, to explode with the joy and enthusiasm to spread the gospel, that lies in all of us. Yet some are either not called or ignore the call, and a bit of theology has gone to that question. But if we are made in God's image, then loving our fellow creature must lie somewhere, even if hidden within us. For Andrew, it rose up at the beginning, a Jew with a Greek name, what early exposure to the law encouraged it? 
Or did his separation from orthodoxy open him for the hunger to be forgiven for acceptance which guided him to John the baptizer and then to Jesus? We will never know. Nor do we need to. What we know about our lives, our experiences, what in our narrative brought us up, and what in our narrative, whether we're brought up in the faith or plying the trade of our lives with an outsider name, made us yearn to find that peace which passes understanding. You remember when Peter called out disappointment uh, after the disappointment of the young man who was so rich and he couldn't give up everything. And he said, but we have given up everything. And Jesus reassures him. He says, you're, you're proud to say it. Peter had given up everything. We know he had a mother-in-law, so he must have had a wife, probably children, a comfortable home, a business, a fairly successful fishing business. They had their own shit boats and were working for someone. What had Andrew left to follow Jesus? What have we been asked to give up to follow Jesus? To leave behind everything for the only thing worth having. Andrew, apostle, saint, martyrs, witness, whether or not he did end up with a martyr's death on the next day cross, is a hidden gem among that curious band which Jesus called. He teaches us one thing, the most important thing. When that longing stirs in our hearts, follow it. Don't look back or to the right or to the left. Seek that light and follow it wherever it leads. Something to reflect on as we enter Advent, seeking the light. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.